Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Christian Authors On Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. It is the third Friday, and you know what? We, that, mm, I'm not even going to give him no credit because we just worked around the whole situation. So it's not the norm. Some of you were hoping to hear us live, and we had to actually record the session, and so you're listening a little later. But we're still excited that you are tuned in to the Christian Office On Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. We air the first the third and the fifth Friday of every month at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the opportunity to interview the most phenomenal men and women who are on fire for God. And third Friday, I have none other than my brother, Leroy McKenzie, Jr. Hey, Leroy. (laughs) (laughs) And we're missing our sister, Mitzi. I know, right? Yes, but we're praying that all is well with her, and she has a lot going on. She's doing some phenomenal work in Boston and Greater Roxbury, Leroy, and I'm really excited. Mitzi is one of the eight uh, ladies of Christian Authors on Tour that will be featured next Saturday, March 27th at the Ladies of CAOT Virtual Showcase, and not only will Mitzi be one of the featured authors. But, you know, Libre, we normally do a Christian missions outreach at each of our scheduled tour stops. And 2021 is a tour year for Christian Authors on Tour, and this event on March the 27th is our first tour stop. Because of COVID, it is virtual, but guess what? We're still going to have a great time. And at all of our tour stops, we have a missions outreach. And the missions outreach for March 27th is Mitzi's nonprofit, Loved, Healed, and Restored. And so I want to just encourage everybody to visit our website, www.christianofficeontour.com, to get more information about the ladies of CAOT Virtual Showcase happening March 27th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's absolutely free, but you need to register to participate. So we, we're really excited, Leroy, about that. <laughs> that is just phenomenal. And for, um, and for those that didn't, um, attend um, uh, what was it two years ago when when you had when we had yes. the, the ladies in the room? Uh, I mean, even then, it's just always great to um, one to have have ladies that come together that are like minded. But then when you throw that, you throw the Christian the Christian authors behind it, and and um, with the women with a with a mission, a message, a movement, motivation. Oh man, yeah, it's yes. fire. <laughs> And my brother from another mother, the guys of Christian Authors on Tour are getting together in June. So so, so your time is coming, my brother. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. And, you know, um, we're so honored to be able to do this uh, blog talk radio show. We've been doing this now since. 2009. I can't believe it's been that long. What a blessing it's been. But we have now um, kind of uh, spread our wings a little bit. Not only are we doing blog talk radio, but we're also doing internet TV. 
So this morning we had a broadcast on the CAO TV show on CAO TV on YouTube, and uh, we had a great interview with Dr. Alicia Broughton. And so if you didn't get a chance to see that, go to YouTube. You can do a search for Christian Authors on Tour, or you can do a search for the CAOT TV show. You can even go on Facebook and um, find the Christian Authors on Tour group, Facebook group, and, and you will be able to watch that episode. You are going to be so blessed. She was such a sweetheart. Wasn't she, Leroy? Absolutely. 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 I just love the... I love how, like you said, since 2009, Lennon, I'm going to say this to you, just how the Christian Authors on Tour has grown. Um, it's, I mean, and I know for you, it's probably just like watching your, your child grow up and see, the, <laughs> see, the, see, the, see how they grow when they manifest and, and how things are. It, it's just phenomenal to be on this ride and to be on this journey with you. So Thank I'm just I'm happy to be here, and, and I'm enjo- I've enjoyed every, you know, every minute of it, every aspect of it, and just being a part of bringing this platform. Thank you for this platform for, for Christian authors that would not ordinarily be there for, for them. So it's it's just phenomenal. Thank you. Amen. Amen. And I'm, I'm just excited because doing Christian authors on tour gives me the opportunity to work with people like you and this dynamic sister here that's here today. <laughs> you know, I, I, I can't wait for you to talk about her bio because she has this job title that's just like, shut up so you can go ahead and introduce her to the world because uh, yeah, and let's get I can't into wait till we start talking about this. <laughs> But I'd like to introduce to to everyone Miss um, Caller uh, M. Ray. Now, just to give you a little bit about her, she is an expert in generosity and fundraising coaching. She's a biblical stewardship co- uh, teaching and mission-driven living. Uh, she's currently a senior generosity strategist, generosity strategist uh, with Generis. I think that's how, I'm hoping that's how you pronounce that. Um, she has two decades of experience um, generating funds for worthy causes, working with churches and nonprofits across the country. Now, if you want to get more information, and I'm sure she'll say this too by the end of the show, you can actually um, uh, go to her website, which is www.callermaxwellray.com. But I'd like to introduce everyone to Ms. Caller M. Ray. Ms. Ray, how are you th- this afternoon? And welcome to, to Christian Authors on Tool Blog Talk. Humbled and excited, Leroy. <laughs> Thank you so much. And Len, the dynamic Christian Authors on Tour network is just moving forward. And I praise God for your mission and for your audacity to go out there and share with the word what God has placed on all the authors' hearts. Absolutely, absolutely. So we, we thank you for, for coming and joining us. And, and I, um, we'll, we'll talk about your, your book, and I'll have you give the title um, of the book. But I, but I want you to um, take us back and what made you or where, how did you start writing? What made you want to start writing, rather? And then how did you get into coming to write the book that you, that you have about now? Well, Leroy, that's a long story that I'll make very short. (laughs) And I actually never considered myself much of a writer. 
but I would hmm. blog. And every and with my profession, I would blog, and also my experience, I would do a lot of writing. And I was hanging around a lot of high-capacity people, helping them fund their vision. And that's what you call fundraising, philanthropy. <laughs> but, and there were just common threads. And when I would learn lessons or hear things or principles that aligned with God's word, I would blog about it, and I would share it with the world. So I was at one of my client sites, a large church in New York City, and they challenged me. They said, mm. Carla, we need a resource that's biblically based, that talks about some of the principles that you share, and that everyone can gravitate towards to find not only financial security and to be generous, but also their mission in life. And so God told me to write this book, Five Pillars of a First-Class Life. I love it. I love it. Five Pillars of a First-Class Life. And, you know, can you, can you tell us a little bit about what a generosity, uh, a senior generosity expert does? I just love, I love that title. I love it. <laughs> Only God could, could create a title like that. A generosity strategist works with nonprofits and also churches to help accelerate a culture of generosity. You see, if you think about fundraising, it's like you need like a campaign or some initiative. If you think about philanthropy, then you think about giving out of your heart, out of your passion. But if you think about generosity, that is aligned with God, and that's infused with, the, with God's power and anointing. And so combining God's word and vision of the pastor or the nonprofit leader needed resources to make it all a reality here on earth. And so I'm the one that connects all those and brings into reality and helps churches and nonprofits fund their vision. Wow. <laughs> wow. That, that, and that, I mean, that's, that's powerful just in, and I like how you package that really that's a that's a thirty second pitch if if there ever was right there, and and letting people know, um, you know, really quickly about who you know what you do and everything like that. I think that's phenomenal. Now, can you can you tell us what what those five pillars are? You know, I know you don't have to talk about you know, but what are those five pillars that that you look or that someone has to have in order to be able to, um, as you say, of a having a, living a first class life. That's because I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to live that first class life right there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, Leroy. We, it, it's, a, it's always in process. Well, because I was a major solicitor and now I'm a major solicitor of high capacity individuals and families, I saw common threads in them. And so mm. one of the common threads is one that is called the D word, be disciplined. So we don't really like that. Mm. But in God's word, he says, 
over and over again in Proverbs that we are to be disciplined, and that will lead us to prosperity and wealth. The second word is to be a masterpiece. Many of us don't have the discipline to really, we know what we're supposed to do, but we don't lean in and to become a master at it. And not mm. a master according to the world standards, but a master to what you're called to do. So investing the time, getting the education, um, recruiting mentors, being a masterpiece. The third is to be diligent. So we've got to set a goal, go after it, not get distracted, stay focused, be persistent. The fourth is to be radically generous. So some of us say we don't have much, but we've got something. David said in 2 Samuel 24, 24, I will not offer God that which costs me nothing. So we have to be diligent and focused in reaching the goal. And fifth, be resilient. Life happens. And one thing I observed about people who live a first-class life, who thrive in every area of their lives, is, yes, sometimes they have to take some time and get healthy again, to recover from cancer, to recover from a close death, life, a loss of a job, loss of a business. They take the lessons learned and they go forward. All of us have lost people that are meaningful to us, that have poured into us. So instead of staying back and feeling helpless, we go forward with the ump that they poured into us and carry their legacy and continue their legacy. Be resilient. Yes, yes. And what a timely message that is right now. Um, it, it's just so timely. And, you know, we're, we're in the season right now for those of us who are listening in the United States. Um, we're in a season of recovery. Um, many of us have been blessed with the opportunity to get these stimulus checks. And so I hope you could talk a little bit about that in terms of that five-pillar blessing, because when you talk about discipline, you know, um, <laughs> you get that check, you know, you got to have some discipline to make some good decisions <laughs> laugh or how to turn it over so that it, it, it results into good seed um, and good fruit. And so I want you to talk a little bit about that, please. Well, Lynn, you must have read my book because that's exactly what I talk about is when we receive blessings, uh, there are blessings. And so first is to bless the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Many of us seek God's promises. Oh, mm. all these things will be added unto me. But God says, seek my principles. Mm. And mm. so we've got to actually look at what God will have us to do. Where the book helps, and I'm going to mention a Bible study after, but where the book helps, it helps teach you to budget. It helps, gives you techniques on saving. And it also helps you disseminate your money 
putting God first, paying your bills and getting out of debt, and then moving towards financial security. Wow. Wow. It, that, uh, that is just, you know, like, like Lynn said, this is actually, I mean, there's more, more than an appropriate time for this. Um, I want to ask you, what, what is the message that you want the reader to come away with after they've read um, the five pillars? What do you want them to come away with? What, what would you say you want them to say, wow, I got that. I get that. Now I need to go and do that. What is it that, what's the message that you want them to come away with? Well, many people have advice. You can get it off the internet. We have friends. We, we can get advice. But one, of my, one of my mentees said this to me. What I learned from your book and the reading was not only the good advice, but it was conviction through scripture. So God talks about resources and money 2,300 times throughout his word. He doesn't shy away from it. In fact, he talks about it more than almost anything else in the Bible. Yet, we aren't aware of the practical application. Mm. And now more than ever, we know that things can change in a day. This pandemic has taught us that things really can change. And so we've got to stay forward, we've got to move forward, and we've got to make sure that we budget. And so I give an outline of a budget and some recommendations of the way to follow it. And then I give website and apps because nowadays it's all mobile dependent anyway. So <laughs> I give some practical tools for that, for budgeting. Leroy, if you, if you don't mind, I'd like to mention a couple of other practical tools. No, absolutely. Okay. Well, another tool that I offer is a quantitative matrix for decision-making. So many times we have major, minor decisions in our lives. Let's just say, do I continue to work at home with my current job, or do I go to this new position that pays me 20% more, but I have to commute and go in the office? How do you take the emotion out of that decision but respect the, let's just say, frilly, qualitative aspects of it? Mm -hmm. Well, we use the decision tree, and it's actually putting weight on each aspect of the, each of the qualitative aspects. So the qualitative aspect of that would be extra time, a qualitative aspect of that would be uh, just doing work that you love. So we actually help people quantify qualitative decision-making. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. I'm just sitting here like light bulbs going off, you know. <laughs> this, this, is, this is exactly what we need to hear. And, and when I say we, not only authors who are authorpreneurs um, <laughs> in our own right, 
But, you know, book lovers who are so diverse, you know, our, our listening audience, we have, you know, people who are small business owners. We have people who um, are, are, are not business owners, but they're head of households. And that's right. Household is like a business and you got to manage those finances. And so this information is so timely, Carla, and I thank you so much. I want to make sure that our listening audience can get in contact with you, purchase your book. Please share all of that relevant information. Absolutely. So you can contact me through my website, CarlaMaxwellRay.com. If your church or your nonprofit needs help, please email me at Carla at Generis. Now, let me spell it for you, C-A-R-L-A at generis, G-E-N-E-R-I-S, G-E-N-E-R-I-S dot com. And so you can contact me and we can schedule time to talk. But if you want resources, if you want to purchase my book, the link is on my website, or you can just go to Amazon.com. I'm on Amazon, too, and put in five pillars for the first class life. Another attribute of the book I'd like to share is the fact that each of the pillars is divided up into three sections. So let's just take the pillar, be resilient. So each of the pillars are divided up and first identify your mission in life. So it talks about being resilient as you identify your mission in life. The second section is funding your mission in life. Many of us know what we're supposed to do, but we can't pay for it. And the third is to live your mission in life. So even in each of the pillars, you have a way to use the fact that you're being disciplined to help identify, fund, and then live your mission in life. Mm -hmm. At the end of the book, I challenge you to write a mission statement. So you answer about 18 questions that dig deep, all based on the word of God and scripture. So you do a little Bible study, and you ask, and you ask yourself, what environment gives you energy? For instance, that's one of the questions. So the mission statement, after you answer these questions, you derive your mission statement, and that way you've identified your mission in Wow. Wow. This is this has just been I'm I'm literally over here taking notes on, <laughs> on, on notes. I'm just like I, I'm I'm absolutely loving this. Um really quick because I know we're we're running down on time. What would your advice be to um an aspiring author? Someone who says, Ms. Um, Carl, I got this book that I think I, you know, that I think I want to write. How, what would you say to them coming from not from being a non-writer, saying, "Hey, I don't, you know, I didn't start off wanting to be a writer." What would you <laughs> advice, advice to them? Well, God answers prayers, so first thing, pray about it, um, and seek a mentor, seek mm-hmm. someone, and being part of CAOT. There's plenty of in- people that have been through it before. So seek a mentor. God placed the author of American Girl. You've heard of the American Girl dolls? The author of all those books actually is my neighbor and lives behind me. 
Oh, wow. I did not meet her until I said, yes, Lord, I'll write this book. <laughs> and she had me meet her across the fence, and she agreed to mentor me. So wow. she was actually my mentor in helping me write this book. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> Also, you may want to hire a book coach. Mm. So I did have, I did hire, end up hiring a book coach that um, had coached many people through it. Linda Griffin is an excellent book coach. And if you just email me, I'll, I'll introduce you. Wow. That is, that is awesome. That is great. That is great. Yes. Yes. And you know, Oftentimes, we don't hear that type of advice. You know, people get so excited. They write the book. They publish it. You know, um, but, but, but that's very strategic. You know, that's a very strategic way of going about and producing your book. And, you know, um, I love that you share that because it's so important that we have to understand that writing a book is um, a process, you know, and it does take, it does take craft. Yeah. Right, it takes planning, you know. Um, yes, I'm so glad that you that you talked about that. <laughs> Absolutely, Len. You know, and Leroy, you do too. You all have written books. <laughs> yes. The process. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, and so, so we have a, just, you know, go ahead, Leroy. No, I was just gonna say, folks, just folks think that you put a couple of words together and that makes a book. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. You are so right. Right, right. But we we are um we have like maybe two or three minutes left. And in that time, Carla, I wanna give you an opportunity. You've you've already shared some some great wisdom nuggets. <laughs> I wanna give you an opportunity. We have um listeners from all over, um, um, seasoned authors, um, aspiring authors, just Christian book lovers in general, but all of us are, are living in this world right now, and we need this information about how to live a five-pillow life. And so, right. right, you know, and so if you could leave some, some, some words of encouragement, what would they be? First thing, that God uses everything for the good, and though we may have lost some people in our lives, I lost my dad this year. So it is not an easy time for any of us. However, God has done some good things. The saving rates are up. We've been able to save. We've been able to reassess our lives. You see, there's three steps to being generous. The first is to reassess your wealth. The second is to reprioritize. That means to look at your values, look at your online statements and see where you're spending, and then say, hey, but my values are this. So reprioritize according to your values. And the third is to reallocate. So reassess, reprioritize, and reallocate your resources according to those values. Take action and reallocate. Yeah. I I have – No, go ahead. I've developed a curriculum, Leroy and Len – it's called Thrive in Uncertain Times to help people navigate. And it's going to be out in a couple of weeks. And so you'll see it on my website, <laughs> CarlaMaxwellRay.com. And it's called Thrive. And it's, it, it accompanies my book, but it really helps people navigate these uncertain times 
and to be financially healthy in the end. Wow. Thank you so much, Carla. Um, I'm so glad we had the opportunity to interview. I'm so um, uh, just above um, and beyond myself that you are part of the Christian Authors on Tour family, and, and what an honor it is in, to, to have you um, and, and, the, and, the, and the wisdom you. you bring to be part of our team. So we're excited. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, Leroy, it's always a pleasure, my brother. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It just keeps getting better and better. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and Mitzi, we miss you. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping she would be on here to be able to um, really mention to her quickly that um and I don't know if she saw it or not but um but this this has t- nothing to do with anything but her being from Boston but LeBron James just brought uh, a partnership into the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. All of the Boston yeah. folks uh, are are happy to have him on their team up there, I'm quite sure. <laughs> Absolutely. God yeah. says to diversify our wealth. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. So he's doing that. Indeed, and what a great way to end. <laughs> what a great way to end. Thank you all, and thank you, our listening audience, for tuning in. Remember, remember, remember to check out Carla Maxwell Ray's website. Get in contact with her. Get her book, okay? Um, and also check out our website, www.christianauthorsontour.com. We want to see you on March the 27th. And um, But most importantly, we want you to read the most important book of all. That's the Holy Bible. Pick up that book, find the scripture, and hide it in your heart and live it. Until next time, God bless everybody. God bless you.